fetched. Why is this shell falling on my... What? We rejoin our Meporpian heroes, or at least we are attempting to rejoin them, after countless journeys to different versions of the universe, via the wending and winding wormholes through space and time. For the more casual listeners out there, allow me to catch you up on the storyline such that it is. Is that, is that the narrator again? Why, why can't I reach my photon blaster? Where is it? Where is it? I, I think it's because in this universe, we look to have taken the form of highly evolved slime molds. We seem to have zero tentacles at the moment. That is correct, Guri. You are highly intelligent, but just barely mobile slime molds. And I have no reason to fear being on the receiving end of a proton blast. At least until you can ooze your way back into the wormhole to your next destination and corporeal form. Oh, well, that's just great. Just great. We are oozing our way just as fast as we can then. And then, wash out! Yeah, we'll just ooze on down, ooze on down the road, as the uh, Lurfian saying goes. Uh, oh, how I miss our home universe. Uh, maybe the next trip will get us back there. Anyway, while they are slowly sliding their way back into the wormhole, I shall remind the listeners that our favorite Meporpian explorers are being pursued by the evil Lord Camembert, son of Gorgonzola, the supreme leader of the Gorgon Empire, who Guri was able to slay at the end of season one with a combination mold blast and heat ray. No, no. Shh, shh, shh. Mr. Narrator, say, say, what is your name? I, I can't keep calling you Mr. Narrator. Oh, my name's Phil. Oh, okay then, Phil. Phil McCracken. Ah, yes. Yes, our writers do like to play games with our last names. No, um, I get it. That's real mature. Phil, I will be murdering you just the first chance I get, but in the meantime, we don't want Lord Rockford to, to know just yet that it is we, we who no, did the... Did someone oh. say my name? What? No, 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 Roxy. No, you, uh, <clears throat> you, you must have misheard, I think. And, and why am I dangling from a web? It appears as if the Gorgon Prince has taken the form of a spider in this universe. Anyway, I realize I was maybe a bit too ambitious in my attempt to catch up the casual listener on what is an exceedingly intricate and involved storyline here in Season 2. And really, if you're just a casual listener of this podcast, then what's wrong with you? What else is occupying your time that's so important? Work? A romantic relationship? A prison sentence? Perhaps a once romantic relationship that now seems like a prison sentence? Or is it a hobby? Maybe you're into building ships in bottles or needlepoint 
or macrame? How good? Where did that come from? Take that, you imperials. Take that, you imperious narrator. I will not stand for you insulting me as a casual listener of this podcast. I just listen to figure out where these scoundrels are. And then, no more. From what I've heard, there should be only casual listeners of this podcast. It's atrociously written and even more poorly performed. Ouch. I am doubly offended. But who is that? I, I can't see as I'm, I'm guessing slime molds don't have eyes either. Perfect. Shipwood! Shipwood! Status report, Shipwood! Uh, our ship is nowhere in sight, Captain, uh, and I've been turned into a dead leaf. See, I'm, I'm right next to you. What? Oh, goodness! But no, as I just said, I, I can't see. So I, I didn't see you right next to me, because I can't see. There you are, you slimy underlings, you murderous rogues. Oh, um, Cuddy, is, is that you? Ah, uh, it's Lord Camembert. Quick, Gory, ooze, ooze faster, Shipwood. Hang on to the edge of my slime puddle, I guess. We're, we're making a break for it. Let's go. Run, Roquefort, Roquefort, my brother, what are you doing consorting with our sworn enemies here? Let me guess. You befriended these scum, who now look to literally be scum, in one of your gambling binges on Fan Shui. Guilty as charged. Roquefort, you besmirch the family name and a, a great disappointment to me and to our dear departed father. Uh, yes, that's been well established. Wait, wait so he is deceased. I thought you called me a few episodes back and implied that he wasn't. I think that was a conversation we had when the Meporpians traveled back in time due to some continuity problems caused by a faulty space toilet, if I'm remembering that episode correctly. Uh, but who could keep this steaming dung heap of a show straight in their heads? I know I can't. Now stand aside as I end the insignificant lives of these Meporpian assassins. We're almost into the wormhole. Come on, Gory, put put some slime muscle into it. I'm not aware that I currently have any muscle. I'm, I'm just sort of willing my way, and I'm not even sure how I'm doing that. Is if, if slime molds don't have brains... Let's not overthink it. Just slime. Well, I don't think we could overthink it, is, is what I'm saying. Oh, this endless and pointless banter that I've had to endure for the past however many Carflugans listening to bits of your idiotic podcast in order to track you down. I suppose since I disintegrated your narrator, it is I who should welcome the listeners to what is this, uh, episode 10 of season 2? How dare you welcome our listeners to, to, to our podcast now? You have crossed a line. Hath your evil, hath your evil no, no bounds? You. I think it's doth your evil no, no bounds. Whatever. If you want to be grammatically correct, or, or you could say hath your evil no bounds. Oh, ha hath and doth. It, it reminds me of one of those quaint Lurfian Star Wars films. Wasn't Hath Solo on planet Doth when he crammed, crawled inside that uh, frozen creature to stay warm? Shut up, Gory. Can't, oh. 
Can't you see? I'm what? in a verbal tete-a-tete with Camembert here. No, oh, sorry, sorry. So, Camembert, I suppose you want to be the host now, huh? You think this is easy, doing what I do? Not only exploring the universe, but commanding a crew of nincompoops, slime nincompoops. Hey! And entertaining an audience of billions, maybe trillions across the universe, or across the multiverse now, I suppose, even bigger. Well, it doesn't look too difficult, no. Seeing as, as how there are apparently no objectives you need to achieve, no audience or ratings metrics that anyone seems to be aware of or <laughs> all that concerned about. We did, we did hear that our ratings were a little soft from that marketing consultant last episode. You're a little soft, Scurry. Soft in the head. I do enjoy how you berate your underlings, Yuri. You might have made a decent gorgon had you been more fortunate in your choice of parents and species. Okay, well, that, that, that's, that's hardly something I chose, Camembert. Oh, but is it not? Uh, you are traveling through the universe and taking on different forms as we speak. Surely you could choose to remain here as a slime mold or somewhere else as one of these hummus beans you've so recently discovered. Uh, after all, that species is responsible for one of the ultimate beings in the universe. One who achieved more than anyone else I've come across. Oh, oh, really? Maybe it's someone we've interviewed recently in our series of time travel interviews. No, no, you've spoken to very few beings of consequence. I assure you, I'm referring, of course, to Henry John Deutschendorf Jr., who you may know as John Denver. John Denver? Well, isn't that a city? Oh, come on! You guys! <laughs> How can you two say you have discovered Lurf when you have yet to discover the mellifluous tones of John Denver's greatest hits? Uh, is he a musician? Because, you know, we've actually produced most of the music on Lurf by using our space toilets. It, it's hard to explain, but, but that's what happens. Yes, yes. I'm aware that Yuri produced the White Album after some bad soup on ROM 16. But the origins of Take Me Home Country Roads and Starwood in, in Aspen can, can only be the one and only John Denver. Uh, we're just about in the wormhole. Come on, Shipwood. Your, your stem is sticking out still. Roxy, come on, get no, in here. No, no, no. I, I might be most partial to his version of poems, prayers, and promises from the wildlife concert. Just a heartfelt pastoral. Now, sure, some people today applying an equity and diversity lens might criticize the cultural appropriation inherited in a nerdy white cowboy singing a, a song about a group of Native Americans sitting around a, a campfire passing a peace pipe, but, but to that I say, hoo-wee and hogwash. John Denver can't help the color of his skin any more than he could help his nearsightedness, which I guess runs counter to an argument I was making just a few minutes ago with me, uh, with you, Yuri. Uh, say, uh, where did they all go? Oh, no! They got to the wormhole! Curse my love for John Denver! It is my only weakness! And now we will pause for a word from our sponsor. Uh, do you mean to tell me I'm going to have to wait through an in 
inane and infernal advertisement to see where these Meporpian murderers end up. And now we will pause for a word. Uh, I get it. You're just the announcer, not the narrator, who I blasted out of existence. So I suppose you can't respond to me. You just have that one line to read in front of you, and you, you can't say anything else. And now... Oh, just cut to the commercial already, please. No! Okay. Oh, th thanks for meeting me here, Ron. Well, sure thing, honey, this... Oh, this used to be our favorite cafe. Why did we ever stop coming here? Yes, yes. Well, Ron, Ron, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, may I take your order? Hold that thought, Betty Boo. Oh, let's see. I'd like to order up something extra special for this little trip down... Oh, memory lane. Oh, now, now, Ron, I, I, I wouldn't. Please, please don't make a fuss. Oh, oh, it's been a while since I fussed over you, so a fuss is a must. Uh, the kitchen's actually a little backed up, uh, if you were thinking of ordering... Uh, nonsense, nonsense, my good man. Surely you can find your way to snagging us, your very best brandy, and oh, 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 and then order a tiramisu with forks for two. No, no, really, really, Ron, you, you shouldn't. Uh, we're not serving alcohol just yet, sir. The bartender isn't in yet. And here's a little something for your troubles. Now, off you go. Good sir, I have my lady to talk to. Ron, I'm trying to tell you. I, I called you here for a very serious talk. And, and we might not be in the mood to celebrate once you hear what I've got to say. Oh, 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 I see. This is one of... Those lunchtime meetings, I've been caught completely off guard. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, Ron. I, I, I just don't think this is working out. Well, where is that waiter? I desperately need to cancel that expensive order. And, and it hasn't been for a while now. You, you can't be serious, Betty. I'm. I'm very serious, Ron. It's, it's over between us. But, but, can you tell me what it is that's that's just not working for you, Betty? Maybe I can change. Well, I mean, it's. Is it my thinning hair? I was, I was, I was, I was considering implants. No, 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 it's not that. I haven't even noticed that, Ron. Is it, is it how I chew my food? I've been, I've been told I eat like a horse. No, no, no Ron, it, that doesn't bother me all that much. Oh, 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 hold on. Is it something in the bag? <laughs> no, 
No, no, Ron. It's it's nothing yes. like that. Yes. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? It's not a problem in the bedroom. Ron, Ron, you're making a scene. Well, I don't want... I don't know why you'd want to have this conversation in a public place. You know I'm an announcer. Yes, yes, Ron. And now I, I think we're zeroing in on the problem. You see, you're sort of married to your work. You're just... You're just always on, always announcing. But, but Betty, you knew this about me from my dating profile. I stated my profession quite clearly. Ron, I, I knew you were an announcer. I knew that. I, I didn't know that meant you were always announcing everything. It's just a little much, don't you think? Or a lot too much. This is quite a shock. Ron, Ron, get a hold of yourself. I, I can't be the first person to mention this to you. I believe you are the very first person to call attention to my unusual pattern of speech. Now, that's not, <laughs> what about the time we were at the deli and you ordered one pound of bologna and everyone stared? Oh, I just thought they were slightly envious of my one pound of bologna. Okay, well, I'm, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but I think you will drive anyone you spend any significant time amount of time with absolutely insane. You've, you have to try to stop announcing everything in your everyday conversations. Save that voice for when you are working. I'll take that advice under serious oh, consideration. Um, I, I hope you do, Ron. I, I wish you the best. So, goodbye. And just like that, she walked right out of his life. Uh, here's the tiramisu with two forks. Uh, the bartender's still not in, but... Uh, <laughs> You know what? I, I'll just get you the I'll just get you the brandy. If you or someone you know is a compulsive announcer or an extra loud talker who is prone to dramatically stating the obvious, then call announcers anonymous at one eight hundred cheese it. That's one eight hundred cheese it. Oh, someone get him it. Get him out. Oh, we'll connect you or your friend with a licensed speech therapist and for more extreme cases with someone with a large baseball bat. You see, the first step is just to get the announcing to stop. And usually a wall up to the back of the head will do the trick. Um, the minor physical attack will be followed by proven methods to get you or your friend talking like a normal human being after uh, just a short counseling session and three months of remote controlled electroshock therapy. All waivers can be signed electronically thus ensuring rapid and effective treatment that will stop unwanted announcements within moments of you picking up your phone. So what are you waiting for? Dial 1-800-CHEESE-IT now and let Announcers Anonymous provide you with a quieter tomorrow. Please. Uh, wasn't... Wasn't that the announcer from our show on, on the ad just now? Oh, I don't know. I, w I wasn't listening. 
More important I thing. I think it was. Oh my, Captain, is that you? You, you are, I don't know how to tell you this. I think you do, Guri, and I'm willing to bet you were about to do just that. What is it? What, what forms have I taken now in this, this ridiculous version of the universe? Well, I, well, I seem to have taken the form of a full-size hummus bean. I, I, I can see CC, Hank, and Dennis just a carpeck away or so, and we're, we're the same size for once. Oh, excellent. It will be nice to meet them. How do they say it here on Earth? Uh, face to face, right? Well, well, not so fast, Yuri. It's, it seems that we didn't both take the same new forms upon emerging from the wormhole this time. Oh, oh really? That, that's strange. Typically we do. So so then, uh, oh no, 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 no. What, what am I? And come to think of it, why can't I see anything? Not a slime mold, am I? Well, it seems that you've taken on the form of a can of soup, Captain. What? A, a, a can of soup? Yes, yes, so it seems. I mean, I think that's you. Here, here, uh, do you feel this? Ow! Oh, yes, yes! What, what, what? Stop it, stop it! What was that? <clears throat> sorry, sorry, Captain, I just dropped you on the ground onto a flat rock, and, oh, you look a bit dented now. Of all the shapes and objects to be, how... How? How did I wind up as a mere cannon fodder in this universe? I, I blame the writers. That's that's it. They I blame them. They do seem to be having a bit of fun with you. And I suppose me and my hummus bean friends could have some fun with you as well. There's a game called Kick the Can, I believe. Don't you dare, Gory. Don't you dare. Or I'll have you I'll have you demoted to, to space toilet attendant. Now, now, now pick me up and maybe hold me in some sort of deferential matter. I, I have to retain at least... At least some dignity as we plot our next course of action. Shipwood! Shipwood! Where is he? Shipwood status report! Uh, well, Captain, I have a bird's eye view of the proceedings here, having emerged in the form of a golden eagle in this version of Lurf. What? What? You're a golden eagle in this universe? Then I'm a can of soup. This is... This is ridiculous. This is so embarrassing. Uh, c come now, Captain. You, d you don't even know what kind of soup you are. What kind of soup? I, I hardly see how that would make any sort of difference. Well, not all soups are equal, as we should be well aware. Remember, remember how astonished we were when we discovered that the hummus beans had managed to split the pea. Yes, 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 I remember. And am I split pea soup at least? No, no, no. Let's no. see here. Let me what? let me translate the label. It looks like you're uh, an Italian nuptial ceremony soup. Seems quite specific. Uh, it's called Italian wedding soup, and the hummus beans eat it on all sorts of occasions, not just during uh, Italian weddings. Great. Just great. That's fine. Good to know. Now, Shipwood, is the wormhole in sight? I suppose we should just jump back into it and continue our search for our home universe. This is clearly not it. I don't remember being a kind of soup. Uh, well, our party seems to be caught up now in what looks like a pilgrimage of sorts, uh, a long line of hummus beans all heading in the same direction towards that mountain off in the distance. It looks like uh, just a few carpecks from here. A, a mountain? What? What is that? What? It's a large and tall formation of rock, usually created by the collisions of tectonic plates beneath the planet's surface, or sometimes created by a volcano. Why? Why are we all marching to a mountain? Please, tell me. 
perhaps we can ask one of our hummus bean friends. I think I saw them uh, consorting with their fellow beings a few moments ago. Well, I'll be. Is that you, Shipward? In the form of an eagle. How cool is that? Uh, it is me, yes. Uh, hello, Cece. And did I see you holding a conversation with a talking can of soup just now? Is that you, Captain? <sighs> yes. Yes, it is I, Captain Yurishi Sashimi. Oh, how cute is that? See how the little lid moves up and down when he talks. Uh, you know, I just got to hand it to this to the multiverse. It's pretty creative. Keeps us on our toes. Yes, yes, the multiverse really knows no bounds when it comes to ridiculousness, but we're hoping you could answer a question for us, CC. Oh, I, I'm just having, I'm sorry, I'm just having a hard time taking you seriously, Captain. I mean, you just look like a character straight out of the Muppet Show or something. Hank, am I right? Oh, you can't see anything still. Uh, Dennis, now, now where did Dennis go? For the love of Comet Shepard, can you just ask him if he knows where we're going. Uh, sure thing, Captain. Uh, CC, did you gather from anyone you talked to where all of these people are heading? I sure did, Shipward. It seems as though we're all marching across this desert to visit an all-knowing oracle who lives at the top of that mountain there. It's called uh, Mount Vidalia. An oracle? What? What's an oracle? Now you got me there, your soupiness, but I just know it's something we have to do. Uh, every time we step out of line or slow down, these sheep herders appear out of nowhere and keep us moving in the right direction. Uh, shepherds, do you mean? No, no, not shepherds. Uh, actual sheep uh, herding us humans, I guess. It's a, another nice little twist in this universe, I guess. Oh, okay. But getting, getting back to the oracle, what is... An oracle is a being or medium that provides visitors with wise counsel or prophecies, supposedly based on some knowledge of future events. I see. Very interesting. Perhaps we can ask this oracle how to get back to our home universe. Come on, Guri, step on it. Let's get to the front of this line. Pronto! But what does step on it mean, Captain? I'm, I'm trying to be careful not to step on an animals and his merry band of rebels who seem to be, still be with us. Oh, really? I, I wouldn't know. I can't see anything. Yeah, yeah, we're still here, uh, waiting for our chance to sock it to the Gorgons. Uh, uh, unfortunately, when we were in Lord Camembert's presence in the last universe, uh, we had been transformed into inert gases. Uh, so, I mean, forget about it. Couldn't do anything. Inert gases like uh, helium or radon? Well, uh, maybe, I, but I meant inert as in unable to move. And and anyway, we, we don't have names, remember? Hey, you there, careful with my violin. You're dragging it in the sand. Who Who, who is that? Who? Where's my regular violin carrier? Uh, you know, the bigger guy the with the slightly torn ear. No, not him. His ear is completely torn. It's just, it's just a little tear. It's barely noticeable. Not really enough to distinguish him from the other mice, I guess. Uh, he was wearing blue shorts. Ah, we're all wearing blue shorts. Jeez Louise, may, maybe I should rethink this nameless band of rebels thing. At this rate, Captain, we should reach Mount Vidalia before the Lurfian sun sets in just half a Carflugan or so. Oh, very well. I, I mean, I feel like we could just zoom over there in our ship. Oh, oh no, where, where's our ship? Where's our ship? Where is it, Chipwood? 
it looks like it's been transformed into the shape of a can opener in this universe, Captain, which could come in handy if we need to extract your contents. Well, extract more. And just why, why would you need to extract my contents? I told you, I will not be reduced to cannon fodder. Do you hear me? Well, besides, no, Shepard, uh, the lid is already half open anyway. And, and, and once well, you know it, he looks to be empty on the inside. Uh, something I've long suspected. Okay, okay, that's enough from the both of you. Let's just let's just stick together this motley crew that we've become. Did you say motley crew, Mr. Superific? Because now there was a band. Whew. I mean, I can't, I can't say I was a huge fan of them from the start, but uh, but that Dr. Feelgood album just knocked my socks off. Woo! Did say why why is this so steep all of a sudden? I, you're just starting to hit the foothills of the mountain in front of you. No, now that's easy for you to say, Mr. Golden Eagle. Just fly right oh, over. I, I'm a real out of breath myself. Uh, makes you wonder why they, why they're called foothills when, when they're definitely higher than one foot, don't you say? Oh, uh, come on, you guys. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how we're going to make it up to that mountain if you're already huffing and puffing in these here foothills. Hey, why don't you all zip it up there with the complaints? How'd you like to be a mouse? These foothills look like mountains to us. I mean, forget about it. Well, that's true. Just, just imagine what a mountain looks like to a mouse, huh? It looks like a mountain. Jeez. Oh. Uh, what's wrong with him? Am I right? Can I whack this guy or what? Uh, he's temporarily blind, so I think he was literally trying to imagine what a mountain looks like to a mouse or, or to a human. Oh, now, Dennis, no need to try to cover for Hank. We all knew he was a bit slow even before he singed his eyeballs. Hey, you, you know my ears work just fine. I, I, know, I don't appreciate being referred to as a, what was it again? A, uh, oh, a bit slow. Don't kind of What's that, Hank? That. I'm sorry. A turtle just passed you on the way up the mountain here. Well, well, now, see, I thought you were referring to my mental capacity. You see, if you're if you're talking about my physical speed, well, uh, well, I I am blind at the moment, so and, that and you know what, have... and you know what I think, Hank. I, I, I'm thinking well, you're starting to let that little disability of yours define you, define who you are as a person, and as your sole friend in the universe. Well. So, friend, I'm not gonna. Now, I'm not gonna stand here and let you put those limits and labels on yourself. You are not a. You are not Hank, a blind person. You are Hank, a person who happens to be blind, and probably just temporarily at that. Well, pro pro probably. You're not. Well, you're not disabled, Hank. You're differently abled. Well, Dan Dennis, is is this a good size rock in my hand? Just yeah, out of curiosity. And is CC where is he? Is he right in front of me? Yes, he is. Oh, oh, my head! What was that? Uh, we must be in a fallen rock area, CC. It looks like you just got hit. <laughs> Goodness, this this whole walking and climbing thing with these hummus bean bodies and legs is losing its charm quite quickly. Uh, how do you do this, friends? Uh, 
that's why we prefer to drive everywhere, but no one seems to have a car in this whole line of pilgrim. Matter of fact, I'm not sure it can be called a pilgrimage if you're not walking. Well, I think it can, Dennis. So just think of the pilgrims. Well, they took uh, three boats, did they not? Oh, yeah, the, the Panko, the Pinto, and the, the Santo Domingo. Yeah. No, 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 that's not right. It was, uh... He's been hitting the head. Don't listen to him. Well, anyhow, I, I, I do miss our hovering Meeporpian forms. Uh, we could just hover right up this mountainside if we were in that... You're the one. You're the one who seemed to have a soft spot for these hummus beans, Gory. Well, yes, yes, for their nascent, if, if not somewhat primitive, uh, creativity and intelligence, but, but not for their corporeal forms, that's for sure. You shouldn't write off our forms completely until you've seen Rita Hayworth and the lady from Shanghai. Oh, now, Dennis, now you're going back a ways with that one. Uh, I thought you were going to say Pamela Anderson and Baywatch or something. Not at all, CC. That's a fast food, surface level, immediate gratification version of physicality that I, for one, do not appreciate. I was trying to educate our alien friends here as to the ideal of beauty that radiates from within, something that the true stars of yesteryear, like Rita Hayworth, exhibited. Well, Dennis, we'll have to add the lady from Shanghai to one of our evening watch lists if we can ever return to our ship and our normal forms, that is, which... <sighs> oh, Captain! Oh, I think, I think we're getting close. The the line of pilgrims is only moving slowly now, and we seem to be waiting our turn to enter that cave opening on the cliff up ahead. Ah, good, good, good. I will need you to point me in the right direction once we enter, Gory, so that it looks like looks like I'm addressing the uh, whoever it is we'll be addressing, an oracle of some sort. Did you say, Shipwood? Uh, Shipwood. <clears throat> well, I didn't say it. CC did, but checking my old computer memory files on Lurf in this version of the universe. I... Wait, wait, wait. Did our old ship's computer had files on all the various versions of the universe? It did. Yes, Guri, you know the Mepopian Royal Navy spares no expenses when it comes to computer systems. Why, they've, they've stuck with the old method of embroideries for all communications I'll never understand. As I was saying, checking the old memory banks, uh, <clears throat> it seems like the oracle of this mountain is uh, some sort of an enchanted onion. An enchant... Ah, yes, at the top of Mount Vidalia. That, that does check out. My pa oh. used to eat raw Vidalia onions like apples. Shh! Oh, shh! Oh, I would keep that to yourself if I were you, CC. We don't, we don't want to offend... The Oracle. Oh, I, I didn't mean any offense by it. I was just saying I bet his I bet this Oracle is delicious. Uh, I meant it as a compliment. Silence! Well, those outside my cave door speaking of eating my kinsmen like apples, please enter. <laughs> Holy oh, asteroids no. field, CC. Now you've done it. You've you've offended the Oracle. Uh, what could be worse? But I but I, I was just I'll be ready to swoop in as a distraction, Captain, if uh, things get dicey in there. Well, yeah. Th thank you, Shipwood. Gory, remember, remember to face me forward. I want to make a good impression. Well, 
You're a soup can, Captain. There's only one type of impression you can make, I think. Present yourselves, you who enter the presence of Oracle Vidalia. Now, your onionness, I just want to say and I, I, I that I meant no disrespect in recounting the deliciousness. Silence, fair oh, human. Oh. I well understand the awkwardness and limitations of your species so early on as you are in your evolution into one of the universe's higher life forms. Well, well, thank you. I am much more interested in conversing with your alien friends, alien to this earth. It seems as though one of them has taken on your form. Yes, yes, your many-layeredness. I, I am Guri Tutankhamen, uh, the, the second in command of the Meporpian scouting mission. And, and this here, uh, let me rotate it. Uh, this here is our captain. Yes, yes. Hello, Sir Videlia. I am Yuri. Who's that talking? Yeah. Where's that voice coming from? <laughs> am, am I facing the right the right way, Gory? I told you to face me the right I, way. I, I can you see my lid moving? Can you see Is that it? a talking can of soup? What is this? A ripoff of wet, hot American summer? I mean, really? Well, we, we do we do suffer from very lazy writers. But to, but, to be fair, Captain, I, I don't think the writers remembered the talking can of soup from that movie, though, when they decided upon your form in this universe. Oh, oh, you don't think so? How would you know? Are you inside the heads of our writers right now? Are you? Well, uh, they're inside of ours, no? And I suppose the opposite might be true as well, then. Nevertheless, it's not a very original comedic device, and I certainly don't find it amusing oh. in the least. <laughs> can of soup. <laughs> the can of soup is getting upset. See, <laughs> <laughs> the Oracle likes it, Captain. Fine. Well, fine. well, Mr. Vidalia, I, I understand that you might be able to grant us three wishes. Is that correct? What? Three <laughs> wishes? What am I, some sort of genie in a bottle? Oh, Captain. Captain, now you've done it. I suppose you think we wise and all-powerful beings all look and act alike. Is that it, Captain Yuri? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Sir Onion. Let me apologize on behalf of the captain here. He's been under a lot of stress lately. <laughs> I get it. His contents were under a lot of pressure recently because some cans are pressurized before they're sealed up. That is a good one, Gloria. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I didn't mean it in that way. But yes, yes, I suppose that's true, too. Uh, look, despite your onion-eating companion and your racist captain... Ra I... Racist? <laughs> well, I don't even see race. I, I can't see even anything at the moment. Uh, he doth protest too much, doth he not? Hath he no shame? He doth and hath not. <laughs> oh, but seriously, folks, you've made me chuckle, and for that I'm willing to help you get back to your home universe. Oh, thank comets. But how did you know that we were going to ask about getting back to our home universe? I am an oracle. Have you not oh. been paying attention? I foresee the future. I understand the present. I, I don't do much with the past. <laughs> so, so, so how do we do it then, Oracle of Vidalia? Uh, is, is that what we should call you, by the way? Sure, sure. Or my friends call me OV for short. So when it comes to wormholes, timing is everything. Your former ship's computer has currently taken the form of an eagle. Is that right? Yes, yes. A golden eagle, even. He's hovering just outside the cave entrance. Good, good. 
So have him set his alarm clock for just before sunrise, which I believe is 525 in the morning tomorrow. Okay, okay. And and I'm not sure he has an alarm clock, but we'll figure that out. And, and, And then what? Then from a vantage point 200 meters above the surface... Uh, Excuse me, about how many carpecks is that? We don't have a conversion. Somebody tell the can of soup to can it. (laughs) I'll get it. (laughs) Very good, sir. That's a good one. Captain, Captain, don't worry. We'll do the conversion later. I don't have to stand for this this indignity. From that high vantage point, just as the sun rises over the horizon, shipward the eagle should be able to spot the correct wormhole entrance that will take you home. Wow, so it's that simple. Yes, well, you know what they say, the early bird gets the wormhole. Ah, yes, yes. We'll have to turn in early tonight, Captain, to make sure we can all wake up in time. Yes, we will have to convince Anonymous and his nameless band of rebels to keep it down. I know, I know. I didn't know his band of rebels was actually a bolero band. With the blaring horns late into the night, it's enough to drive... Anyone mad? Uh, This is all very interesting, but I believe I have helped you and you should exit the cave to your left. There are many in line behind you. Oh, I know, I know. Oh, there are many. Do you ever get a break, O.V.? I mean, what do you do when nature calls? I usually let it go to voicemail. She's a bit of a Debbie Downer. Always going on about the greenhouse gases and the rising acidity levels in the ocean. I mean, we've all got our problems, babe. Tell it to your therapist. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I meant when you have to go to the bathroom, but... Uh, uh, thank thank you, your your oracleness, so to call you. And as the captain of this party, I wish to extend the gratitude... I send it the... out! Oh, oh, oh. Okay, we're going, we're going. Come, come on, captain. I don't think he would have spoken to me that way if I wasn't a can of soup. I bet you had me facing the wrong way, didn't you? <laughs> you're, you're fine, Captain. Just let's get out. <coughs> oh my goodness, Captain. That was that was a close one. You really angered the Oracle there at the end. Well, it was quite humiliating. <laughs> we got... He's very helpful, though. Well, we'll have to. I guess we'll have to stay tuned for the next episode to find out if he was helpful. But I don't know if I can survive that long. This is too, too much to me. This is too much. I hate those writers. There's someone at the door. There's, I, what, what's going on here? Whoosh. Hey, how you doing? Uh, good to see you. I oh. saw the light on here, and I thought I'd stop by to <laughs> offer you some oh. amazing products uh, oh. that might. Uh, Who is this? Who are you? Who? I can't, I, I can't see what what's happening, Corey. <laughs> oh, Corey, can you tell me what's what's going on? It's some sort of pod to pod salesman, I believe. Pod to pod salesman. What? Well, what I like to, I like to call myself is a is a happiness maker. I got everything to make you happy, to make you, your uh, life we're, easier. Well, quite all right. Look really? at this here. Take a look at these nice doors and hatches I got for you. There's doors that go whoosh. Oh, oh. You like that whoosh? Yeah. Yeah, we've got plenty well, of we've those. got plenty of doors. Please, please. All right, just how about a rest. cloakroom device for spaceships? Adds a cloakroom to the entrance hatch area oh. right by your spaceship. Could double Wait, as a, a mudroom. You come in, Wait. you got mud on the boots. You come on, the, the moon is muddy. Corey, 
Huh? Corey, I, we could actually use this, a cloaking device. Did you say a cloaking device? No, no. He, no. This could keep us away no, we from didn't. all the Gorgon. Captain, no, slow down. You, you, all right, don't, don't worry about it. I got more. I got one of those old school well, roll, Rolodexes. Uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Old school. Well, can you go back to the cloaking device? That's something we actually need. <laughs> it's not a cloaking device. It's a cloak room device, he said. It's a, I got a cloak. What? Yeah, I could put a cloak room right in your, right in your spaceship. Cloak there, but room. But that doesn't work for you. Well, we don't need a freaking cloak room. What was <laughs> Let me talk talk to you about this life-size map of the universe fold it into the glove compartment of your spaceship you put it right in the glove box size of the universe it doesn't even make sense could be life-size but we'd finally know how big it was the entire universe i'm not i'm not gonna lie to you the thing is a hell of a a chore to (laughs) to fold up once you have undone it the first time but by why it uh, really helped you out in the jam hey how about jam how about gravity pants Little oh. extra gravity when you're exploring your small moons or your asteroids. Extra gravity. gravity. What was that? Pants with rocks in it. Gravity. <laughs> I'm a kind of the... soup. I don't need anything to weigh me down at the moment. Thank you. Well, they add a little bit I'm of empty. gravity on the weaker gravitational fields. You, tell, you know, nothing. Good for pranks. Huh? Oh, no, I get it. You could make someone's pants go right down to their Yeah, they'll fall right down if you're in a, if you're in a more... Uh, a stable gravitational <laughs> location. The pants go right down. Everybody gets a good laugh, and who doesn't like a good laugh, right? How much are those? Uh, I, I can I can get you these today today for uh, uh, around two twenty. Two twenty what? <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry. Stotinky dollars. No, we well, we have Stotinky, Captain. Uh, two hundred twenty Earth dollars, but uh, we can we can work out the. Oh, the, that's a lot the, of Stotinky. Well, we oh. we can work out the conversion later. I've also got some anti gravity beans. You want to lighten the mood, huh? You want to anti gravity beans? Yeah, was, you want to. How does that wanna, work? You want to have a little bit less gravity? Also good for pranks, huh? Oh, I, you could make someone float away when yeah, they least expect You know, another good laugh when they're hey. asleep. Who doesn't need a robot entourage? Anybody here? <laughs> a robot entourage? What? Oh, they, they come in. We've, they, we've they, already you, thought you, Shipwood. You make you look important. You got you're like your own posse, as they say. What he's do they not, call it? He's hey, not a robot, remember, Captain. They'll be deferential. Less he's a computer that walks. It was the difference between a robot and a computer that no, walks. Remember, the, the, the same they're generally exactly. less attractive than you're, you're the owner, making you the owner more attractive by comparison. It's a, oh, it's a nice yeah. little thing to have when you're out on the town. Maybe you're out you know, with a lady friend you want to impress. Do you do you have something that might make me look less like a kind of suit? <laughs> Hell, friend, like- I can't work miracles. All I can do is bring a happiness and joy to you. Yeah. Hey! How about, how about like a costume <laughs> that's shaped like either a hummus bean or a mupopian where you can fit me as a kind of soup inside like a kind of a tinted helmet so nobody can see me, but I can still control like kind of like those aliens where they could got the levers, they could control like the, the robot. Nobody has any idea that there are these little tiny beings. Actuality, they're these huge beings walking around with legs and arms, but really... You're talking about like in Star Wars. Let me t- tell you what. I'll talk to to home office. And maybe we can get something worked up for you. Hey, anybody need to clean up around here? Because I got a space swiffer. It's good for tidying things up. I uh, see so you might have a lot of space dust. 
Uh, <laughs> or, hey, you don't want to do all the work. Let let it do work for you. You got a vacuum drone, kind of like a space Roomba, huh? Yeah, they travel space randomly Roomba. through your galaxy. Suck up the space dust. Uh, I had one of thing. those once. I, I had one. I turned it on. I never saw it again. It's well, up they, the entire galaxy. I this one will this one will return right to the charger when it's done. It even empties itself out. It's a beautiful thing. How theme. much space does it need to work? Well, <laughs> it, 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 whatever space you gotta work with. Listen to this. I got spaceship in a bottle. You wanna have fun? You wanna you, you want what? the kids to have fun? What? Hey, they what can we... make it again, they can make a little spaceship that and looks put it like inside our a bottle. Spaceship. It's it's actually the size of our that's our how did you get that? <laughs> Did you did you take it out did of you swap problem. our spaceship for a can opener in the earlier part of the episode? Put it on oh, your then, mantle. Two... Put it on a put it on a table. Put it on put it in the window. Let your neighbors see it. That's They'll be impressed. Ship. That is ours. That's, can we we we're really gonna need that we're back, to, sir? Can we break the bottle? Moving along, how about a new toilet? Well, moving along, can we go back just a little bit to the part about you stealing our spaceship, replacing it with Look, buddy, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this is the product they gave me. Like, you know, you know, the face police. I, 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 I'd ask you to call the home office. It's right on the card there. Hey, you need a new toilet brush? This is a vibranium vacuum toilet brush. It's designed oh. to withstand a flush and shred mechanism, which uh, makes short work of your standard space toilet brushes. Huh? Ooh, oh. Now, this is something we actually can use. I've Corey. lost many, many of because it, we have a lot of problem with our second. So the second or the third space, space toilet. toilet number three. This little, oh, yeah. ba this little oh. baby here is going to do the trick for what, you. What's your warranty on this, and or your guarantee? Well, for uh, you know an extra uh, hundred space dollars, we got a two-year warranty on that. All that's all parts. That's for for a replacement of any anything. Any uh, bristles? Any damage? If you lose it, uh, no problem. Oh. We send you a new one. What if you have a, a situation? Will this help with your toilet every once in a while? Sends you back into time or forward ahead in time or ends up producing an entire catalog of music as a result of a really bad case of diarrhea, space diarrhea, I should add. Listen, it'll, is clean, that... it'll, clean, up your, it'll clean up your music diarrhea. Uh, there, is, oh. there is a uh, non-time uh, travel so... guarantee with this. Well, it can oh, uh, sewed. Well, how, how much did you say it was again? That's called pop the music, the, the music diary. Well, I think it, this one's gonna go 8,000 yeah. for you, <clears throat> but just today, because I can tell you guys are uh, you know, you're 8, smart, thousand you, you, you know, your vacuum toilet brushes, 8,000 exactly give it to you for 7,800. The, but the, the robot entourage was only 200 dollars or something. No, I forget what was 200. Seems like well, a very expensive know, a toilet brush. A little more, little more technology going into this one, and then you know more technology in your vibranium vacuum toilet brush. Well, it is vibranium. This... Vibranium only comes from three places in the in the known universe, I believe. Well, which know, are when you work in the you you work in the the time travel and you work in the the musical diarrhea. It, it's got a uh, it's going to be a higher price item. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a more of a top. Top shelf item. Do you take space cards? <laughs> we take me Pulpin Express. Take any any form of payment. Uh, absolutely. Me, me Pulpin Express as well. Do you have layaway? <laughs> we can do layaway. We could do we can do uh, any any form of payment. Uh, can you do COD or SOB? Do you do we go do, away? Do you do go away? We do not do any of those <laughs> forms of payment. No. Okay. Oh. 
Anybody like uh, balling melons around here? <laughs> Who doesn't, right? That's a silly question. Talk to you, you got, about that. We got a space what, what, ball. What's space, that supposed to mean? We've got a space melon baller here. Oh, uh, beautiful that, item. Uh, now that there you, looks like a standard melon baller. I've got one. Of, Sheila's got one of those in the kitchen. Well, let me well, tell you, my uh, my, still here. Yeah, my southern friend <laughs> over there. Yeah. Uh, you, you got a real good eye because I'm gonna not gonna lie to you. It's the same as a standard melon. Ball. Oh, I knew it. We invented that. The human beings here on yeah. Earth. All right. Well, uh, hats off. To Don't you. even have melons in our in our galaxy. Oh, Don't you're missing out. Do. You're missing out on a good old honeydew in the, the height of summer. Yeah, uh, Jed Clampett here knows what he's talking about. I hey. might be able to. Can I use that to clean my uh, my 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 phaser gun. What a melon baller! Yeah, no, it's just going to be your standard melon baller. There, it's not uh, just melon for cleaning weaponry. It says right on the the box there, not intended uh, for cleaning weaponry. Don't, don't mind. He's a little thrown off. He's a Hard. kind of soup at the moment. He. Oh, you don't have to bring that up again. Hey, it's really. You know, how about Can livening it? your place up with some matching throw pillows? These are beautifully designed here. Oh, all nice. Uh, I know got, where to throw those pillows. We've got, we've got, we've got some uh, very good designers here back at the shop. Going to make some for some beautiful, you know, great for space travel. Really pulls together the whole interior of the ship, you know. Makes it feel a little bit, little bit more homey. Why not? You know, you can, you're out you're out on the road a lot. Bring a little bit of home back to, you know, to the workplace. Now, is throw pillows essential for space travel? Because now I never understood what they were doing here on Earth. Well, uh, well, it may not be essential, my friend, but uh, it, hey, is comfort essential? Uh, tell me that. Is uh, is uh, happiness essential? I say it is. Well, We're sure, talking about sure. quality of life here, and it, what, what's better than for for that than comfort? They seem to you make sure. What kind of quality of life do you have? Can you use these if you're kind of soup? Do you really need any sort of pillow? Do I need you, uh, even a bed? Yeah, I think when you, it comes to quality of life, there's really not it, very much. If you can't, you know, use them for comfort. They're nice to look at, though. Why not? Captain, you know? you what if you don't have eyes? <laughs> what if you're just like talking kind of suit Captain, and really be, there's very little purpose you, in your existence? You won't yeah, be I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, friend. You're not my typical customer here. So, you know. Can, yeah, Captain, yeah. you won't. That's yeah. not forever. I mean, you won't be a can of soup. Probably sure, in the next maybe universe. You, you go back oh. to being a squid or whatever. You How about you switch with me? You're so confident about me not being a can of soup. Why don't we go back to the, the talking onion up there? You just do a little switcheroo. No, we can't out. bother him again. You, he was very angry. He was angry. You, you be the kind of soup. <laughs> talking, <was> about, <laughs> talking about the talking onion, I sold him a batch of these uh, throw pillows. That he loves oh, them. I noticed he them. They were, it was it gorgeous. really livens up the oh, cave, the mountain. It does. It Those was, things, look, that's what he was sitting on at yes. the top of the... Oh, one of our, one of of our patented throw they're, pillows. They were quite absolutely. nice, actually. Yeah, they, they, hey, you know. And Are they stuffed with... Is it organic? Uh, that is a, that is entirely a synthetic material. There, uh, okay. and, uh, that's uh, we're gonna pa we pass that savings on to you. <laughs> and how much are these throw pillows? Uh, then nineteen thousand, and that's for oh. the, that's for the full set. And uh, so they're more do is gonna... than the robot entourage, and more significantly orders of magnitude. In fact, <laughs> more. Than the vibranium vacuum toilet brush, <laughs> absolutely. You throw pillows, absolutely, and that 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 goes, which have no purpose whatsoever. That goes to the, the hand, handmade craftsmanship here. Pillows and, are essential, uh, essential. We know that. 
for space travel. Uh, and how where where are they essential in the traveling in space? What purpose do they do? Every aspect of it. The first aspect, the second, all the different what? facets. Oh, oh and okay. Aspects. I'm going to tell you, tell right. you one thing that uh, a lot more spaceships need, and it's throw pillows, huh? I know. Why it's not? sterile and cold in there, most of them. Yes, cold. CC, on the first Apollo mission, I believe, that you, here at Planet Love, yeah. do they bring throw pillows with them into outer space? Well, they did bring a cat, though. and uh, Or they, was that a dog with the Russians? Uh, I think that was... Well, the Russians, they, they, they... A monkey. They... Wasn't there a dog involved in Sputnik or some sort? I believe that was a movie you're thinking of. Wasn't that a movie where there's Clifford the Big Red Dog goes to space? No, no, of course not. I've never seen that in my life. Uh, uh, what were we talking about? You were asking me. Oh, right. The first. I, I do believe they sat. Uh, Neil Armstrong did sit on a pillow, I believed he. I think you're thinking of Louis Armstrong, who sat on the pillow and he's playing his trumpet. Oh, uh, maybe. I. I you know, I did. Hey, say, is that a little, uh, little Miss Bake, a uh, little Miss, uh, little easy bake time oven that uh, you got there for sale, sir? It's uh, 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 <laughs> changing the subject because he can't That's figure CC. out what to I'm say. CC. He's too embarrassed. You got, is he? you got a, you got a real good uh, eye there. You got a real good eye. You got a little. Uh, is what we call it is a space oven. It's like kind of a. It's kind of like your toaster oven. Uh, mixed with a microwave. It's sort of. And, now, I, we had one of those when I, was a, when I was a attachment. kid. It was, it was an easy bake time oven. It had a little light bulb in there, and it would actually bake a cake. Yeah, that, you, make your little, you make your little round brownies there. Absolutely. The kids love that. The oh, kids how much that. for that? I'll I'll pay top dollar. That's, that's uh, eight bucks. I can give you I can get, so, get rid of that for so, eight bucks. So, Hank, Hank All give, right, give me your wallet, Hank. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, too late. Uh, we're going to do it. Oh, are you are you still taking advantage of my? What's my money? <laughs> I don't think that's fair. This is fair. A moment well, of my childhood. Well, you you can't even use that easy bake oven. We're out in the middle of nowhere. Well, I'm going to no, whip up some cookies, and you did, before you know there it, ain't no. Where are you going to plug in the easy bake oven? You got a. Well, it's just a light uh, bulb. I could probably power it with a an old like a contraption here of half a bicycle. You, you gotta use one of them. Uh, they come with easy bake special mixins. If you're hungry, why don't you just have some soup? Oh, I can smell it. It's already cooking. I got it working here. You smell that coming out of the oven? That smell. Oh, that is me. Get you, <laughs> will you, you not? Get, I, I, don't, don't you oh. even think, Mister, of cooking me? I. He's mostly I'm empty anyway. Captain. I was just using you to measure the ingredients, Captain. Oh. I, what if I use you to measure ingredients? How would you feel about that? Well, if I come back as a measuring cup in the next universe, you're more than welcome to, sir. Well, I will definitely use you as a measuring cup in the next done universe. Done and done then. That's a deal. I think I'm going to come back as a human, though, because we're going to go back to our home universe. That's what the Oracle told us. I'm That's what you said for us. Counting on it. Sheila, I'm coming home. Get the get the easy bake. Uh, well, I'm going to bring these easy bake cookies home if no one else eats them first. Do you not have a kitchen in your house? Oh, you do. I'm trying. I'm throwing it to the queue. The queue is cookies. <laughs> what? <laughs> the well, queue. Uh, oh, cook right. <laughs> cookies, right? Uh, Wait, why? Why? Why are you? They're talking almost about done. Oh, oh! <laughs> Did somebody say cookie? 
It's me, Thing. A little late. Well, you're sleeping the wheel over there. I I didn't think I didn't think there were cookies. I smell soup. What were you so hanging I out behind the stage? Uh, you said behind the dumpster for with Elmo. Over I there. keep smell soup. <laughs> Hi, oh, it's me, Elmo. <laughs> you're smoking something apparently behind the dumpster. Oh, Elmo! <laughs> Elmo likes to get high. Oh boy! Check, please. Oh. Elmo, just joke. <laughs> well, don't eat the, these. Are for Sheila. I'm I'm cooking for once, and when we get back to the home uh, home universe, I'm gonna have these easy bake uh, brownies and cookies. Maybe we can all celebrate when we get there. We can all we can all have some. So you want to throw a space melon baller in there with it? Is oh, it? Well, God, got one of those. But well, thanks, thanks. <laughs> throwing in the eight million, whatever that was worth. The just throwing the, that in the toilet brush. You throw in. No, you that throw was in the, the vibranium. Toilet brush. I can't, I can't, I can't make that happen for you. But uh, they tell you what, if you get the, uh, if I can sign you up right now for the uh, robot entourage, eh, we'll throw the map in for, for, uh, for free. Why not? Oh, oh they love map. Oh, can I buy map? I buy map right now. Hey, what's that over there yeah. in the desert? Oh, it looks like a Morocco. No, I believe that's what that's called. I think that was the sound from a Western movie. It's the sound of a rattlesnake. Take cover. Oh, the love rattlesnake. Let me get it. Do you, ah, do you eat it's thing? so cute. Oh, careful though, it's poisonous. I think, or it can, no, or it can bite. Not to feed. I don't know what it can do. No, feed very good with snakes. Very, very good with snakes. Oh, he's so cute. Yo, I, I actually speak snake. Let me tell you what he say. Snake. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he wants some he wants brownie or he kill all of you. <laughs> oh that sounds pretty violent. How does he propose to do that? Uh he said first he bite the uh very weird look uh hummus bean. Uh then what? he constricts the little is. tiny person that isn't actually an alien. How did he know that? And uh, then he said he throw a can of soup and kill the rest of you. Hey, he's not going to mess with me. Hey, forget about it. Oh, he said he, he said he eat another mouse no matter what. Oh, shoot. It's a snake. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I think snakes eat mice, uh, Nana Mouse. I would Can take you Please I would, just give him the stupid brownie. I would take cover there. CC. Just please give the stupid snake. It's not your done stupid... yet. It takes a while to cook <laughs> with a light bulb. It doesn't matter. He's a snake. All right, enough of this. This is what I'm talking about. These, the worst part of these improv things at the end. It's like you run out of things to say. Wait, how? How is he here? Did, what? did no one invited you? I'm always listening. Oh, when I thought you were just a zero, zero good data. Well, is he calling in, or is he actually here right now? He I can't here. see. I you were because just a casual listener. But apparently not. Apparently, you're a fan. Well, I oh, listen. Biggest fan. Uh, this is right about where I tune out. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so you you had to actually, a I... bit going with the a salesman. Now I don't know where you're going. <laughs> but... Actually, I, he does fill out the questionnaire at the end of every episode. I I do read that, and it he has very weird. Just look look at some of these things right here. Some of these comments here. Uh-huh. He wants more cooking recipe shows segments. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Those well, we were some do- of the. Those were some of the uh, very few uh, interesting parts. 
Well, we could. He also wants a fashion segment featuring purple dresses. Dresses. Why purple, not? Purple dresser? Fran dresser? No, purple dresses. <laughs> I, he's got a thing for purple. He's, yeah. he's got 25 submissions about purple dresses, well, if, 45 submissions if, for a cooking segment. Well, if you like the cooking segments, we could put that uh, Easy Bake Brownie into a boat. Uh, what you really need, and, and I think I've put it in the comments numerous times and been ignored, is a, a full entire episode on the life and work of the great John Denver. Did I did I not uh, mention to you? <laughs> oh, here we go. His again. brilliant acting uh, turn, his comedic dramatic acting turn oh, in Oh God. I love John Denver. Me, they love hit, John Denver. Hit movie. Uh, he tastes good in cookie. I ate him. What's that? Uh, I ate John Denver. He was very, very yummy. You will not eat John Denver. Uh, John Denver uh, is one of the more... Uh, I'm sorry. He is the greatest uh, human to have ever lived. I mean... No, I hate... I don't say I hate... I hate John Denver. Well, that's even worse. With you, cookies. You have no taste. I'm trying to. Yes, uh, you, I, you have I no have musical taste. You have no taste for art. I'm going to favor you now with one of his songs. Uh, I lost my taste. A tribute and so to it's very hard to eat cookies. A tribute to uh, the great uh, John Tuchendorf uh, and his ship Calypso. Oh God! Please, <laughs> can somebody please just crush me, <laughs> crush me as quickly as you can. If I had a phaser gun, I would shoot myself right now, but I don't think I can lift it. Oh! Where's that coming from? Oh, oh. Can, can you please aim that at him? Please. Kevin, somebody. He's getting so excited, he's hitting, he's hitting his own blaster, I Is believe. He... The... he, he... He hit the blaster. Please, Camembert, careful. You almost shot us. Is he still trying you to You didn't say us? anything oh. about my performance. <laughs> it was I terrible. don't want to hear anything now. You, you, almost, anything. <laughs> you, almost shot us. you almost killed us with the phaser there. I thought he's trying to kill. Is he not trying to kill us? <laughs> he it... should be, but now he's Normally, actually... yes, but not now. <laughs> He only tries to kill us in the earlier parts of the he show. Is that, is that it? I it's have a life too. <laughs> he knows it's not a... part of the normal episode. He can't kill us now. We're, we're safe. Oh, is that a thing? Oh, I didn't yeah, know Yeah, we're that. safe here. Oh, it's like home base. Yeah, we're on ghouls. We're on what? Ghouls. <laughs> you know when you ghouls? play tag and you say, you can't get me, I'm on ghouls. No, we've never yeah, said maybe that. Maybe it's a New England thing. I Sorry. On ghouls? Ghouls. Were you saying you're on, on girls? On, uh, <laughs> on Gorgon, we just called it ghoul, singular. But Ah, see, yes, I'm not crazy. I think because it, it has what? to do with ghosts and ghouls and uh, ghosts in the graveyard. You mean on I base, always thought it was a mispronunciation of goal. Oh, maybe goals, yeah. But it's ghouls. Yeah, we definitely We said base. I'm on home base. Well, that's, that's what you... Yeah, on ghoul is dumb. That makes no sense whatsoever. Ghoul is like yeah, a. I didn't understand that. I didn't question ghost. it at the time. There was just what we all said. We said, "I'm on well, ghoul. You can't get me. Question things. You can't touch me. You've got to. I'm on ghoul. You can't just blindly accept things. I was really second grade. Uh, that's where it starts. Yeah, that's where it starts. The indoctrination. Besides, there's no second grade on Planet Meeple. <laughs> don't even know who you're talking about. You don't even have legs. We had to do the pledge. Your hum has been for one day, and, and this is what happens to you. Yes, you've, you've got all these memories are flooding back from a New England flooding uh, back. grade they, school. They, they <laughs> can, can somebody please? 
Oh, we hungry for cheese. What? Adios. Ice milk coming back. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. John Denver never performed this. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. I was feeling that for a moment there, and then I lost it. Well, you're drunk again. Lost it at the end. I I you love the human form. It's like, yes, I can play the piano now. Before, I used to fall in between the keys. <laughs> <laughs> Cut! That's the best place. <laughs> <laughs>